Um, last uh, week, I think none of you were here, um, we had a, uh, a side share, just for your knowledge in case you're interested in listening to it. was last week. It was last week, but because you're making Shavuot, so a number of people here, so not last week, sorry. Yeah, uh, before, before, before the winter holidays. Oh, the week before, yeah, yeah. Before the winter holidays. So, so um, effectively, he's asked to give on a separate subject. So, given a separate subject, which is a subject that touches on what we what we what we're covering at the moment. We're covering at the moment um, when Kenyonim uh, might not be Kenyonim when we look at them a certain way, legally and a certain way, halachically, and, and how they come together. What we spoke about last week was uh, in their last year was if a person has a website open on Shabbos um, exactly how that could work or how that doesn't work the challenges faced we mentioned uh, the Marashad, famous Marashad on having a vending machine functioning on Shabbos uh, where it discusses exactly what is the Kinyan what isn't the Kinyan and how sometimes when we might think that we've sold it so to speak quote unquote but that actually when that actual transaction goes through may not be what we would first think and that can make a big enough we discuss similarly when it comes to ordering online hummus to be delivered to Matzah Pesach for those who can't wait an extra hour. Um, at what stage does it become yours, etc., etc. So just Ayn Shom, that was the ending here. Um, I'd like to carry on, but maybe broaden what we're discussing here. We've been focusing in the last number of Shurim on Kinyonim, when Kinyonim may look like they're Kinyonim, but they may not actually be Kinyonim. We've discussed Ligabe. Uh, um, if a person sells a Chomut um, on Pesach, does the, and, and then is Nifta on Cholamoy, does the Chor get Pishnaim, or do we say that it's at that stage not really his? Um, we discussed if a person has a Behemoth on Shabbos, which he's making Hefka. Is it real Hefka? Is it not real Hefka? Etc., uh, etc. Et so I'd like just to take a step back. Just before we start, if I may, just Lilinish Rasio Salmon, who's is taking place at, more or less as we speak, um, he, he, he said the interesting machshava, he said, Avom Avinu, was the Amud Aches, I mean, there's many, many interesting machshavas, but just on the Gat Chesh Mishra Shir, Avom Avinu was the Amud Aches, whose main middle, when we think of Avom Avinu, is Achnosis Orchim. And as such, Achnosis Orchim, you'd think that if people come into your tent, you welcome them into your tent, they're coming out from the desert, they're parched, they're famished. So you want to bring them in, you want to make them feel not just at home, but you want to give them the comfort and the chum of knowing, don't worry, you're going to be looked after, it's all okay now. That's what you think. And the Avon Avinu tells them, yeah, I'm going to give you a little bit of bread, a little bit of water, and then off he goes and he, he brings them back. Tongue and a lavish suda. So Matthew asks, surely as Barach Masasochim is make me feel at home, make me feel you don't need to die girl, I'm going to sort you out well, I see you're hungry, I see you're tired, I see you're thirsty Baruch Hashem, you're here, it's my honor, my privilege I'm going to give you the full whack and, and don't worry, by the time you leave here all will be good imagine you telling that when they walk in ah, and the Choma you know, fills them ready straight away surely that is a Mahudadika way of doing a Chosh says Ramatio that it might be from a Chosh point of view the more Mahudadika way of doing it but for Avraham Avinu, every word was MS. And to commit to something he wasn't a thousand percent sure he'd be able to honor wasn't an option. So that I can give them bread and I can give them a bit of water, that I know I can do. I'm, I'm going to try my best to do a lot more than that. 
it's not just shut that you know from a PR point of view when you say be and do and win them over. Oh wow, she you surprised me. Managing expectations. Sorry? Managing expectations. It's, it's, it's more than managing expectations. It's about not committing to more than what you know a thousand percent you can commit to. And if you manage to do more, how is that Mishabach? But but a word is a word. When a word is a word, then you're careful what you commit to. You have to honor your word in any case. You can commit to whatever you like. That's not a problem, right? That, that's, that's, that wasn't a problem you know. In fact, it takes it one step further. It says that when we say to Chosn Kala, should build a to build a bias nem on Biyasa. Very interesting. Of all the words we choose, right? So Chosn Kala, we say you should be to build a bias nem on Biyasa. So what does that mean? Uh, everything. Of everything we build, we, we mention. So, that Pshat is saying that, that a home which is trustworthy and honest and truthful is the pillar that you need to build a home on. From then, other things will come. You'll have your Shemaim, you'll have a Munna, you'll have Teri, you'll have Chesed, everything. But if you build a home, and a couple come together and they build a home that's not based on, on Emes and, and, and Nemonus and trust and faith and, and honesty, then everything else will be downhill from there. Just an interesting machshava, leaving Mishmaster is quite appropriate for Cheshem Mishmaster. So I want to take a step back and and analyze three parts of things which we're very familiar with, and 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 then look a little bit more, peel back some of the layers and some of the things we've been discussing. Let's just few and take it a bit further. We speak about bias. We speak about bias as in ownership, owning something. For a person to be involved in bias, there normally are at least two elements and sometimes a third. The first element is for a person to be a Biden, they have to become a Biden. They have to take possession. They have to own something. Normally, 95% of the cases, that is done through a Kenyan. Sometimes down through Yerusha, they don't actually even do a Kenyan. They could be sleeping at the time, and the main they become theirs. Or you could have Zoch and other Malde Ache. Someone else could be Kenyan for them if it's a Schus without knowing. But by and large, even then there'll be a Kenyan. Right? Someone else will do the Kenyan for them, and there'll be Shlichus because Zoch and time Shlichus fine. But by that time there'll be normally Kenyan, except for Yerusha. Normally there'll be a Kenyan, and that will make it that it belongs to them. That's stage one. Stage two is now that something belongs to me, it's mine. It's been the Bailim. I'm the owner of this thing. Again, sounds very posh, but when, when we start breaking it down, analyzing it, we'll see where things get complicated. Stage three, which doesn't always happen, often happens, is if I choose to transfer my Bailus to someone else. If I want to give over what I own to somebody else, then I have to transfer it to them. And again, normally that will be done through a Kenyan. Um, sometimes it can be done through Yerusha. Right? So again, three basic, no conditions so far. That those are the three different stages and we're going to analyze each of them accordingly but it's important to be aware of what what they are because some of those stages have challenges that others don't necessarily have so let's speak about uh, 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 um, a number of different topics to throw them out there just to show us how sometimes you're very quick to perceive something in a certain way, using language which we use colloquially the whole time, but not necessarily correctly, and it makes nothing in Islam. One of the things which people are, are very busy with at the moment, I'm not going to focus on this, I'm just bringing it as a marimokum, is the fact that um, Metro Bank is a bank which is 
fairly well known. Many people have mortgages with it, some people have credit cards with it, some people have savings accounts with it. Um, Metro Bank, as of the 2nd of January, um, was taken over by 53%, I think is was bought by Yid. He's a wealthy billionaire, who's a Yid. He's a Yid, his wife is a Yid, his mother is a Yid, his children are Yid, and they're married to Yid, and they support the Vavage, they, they, etc. Um, this brings with it certain challenges because if you've got any Yidin who have mortgages in these um, in the bank so they've got problems what do we do now etc and, and people are working on it to try to, to uh, encourage the relevant Yidin to take out uh, to do a Hesitka and we have to Hesitka Mafre and some which you can't do Mafre etc etc which we've discussed a number of times over the years somewhere along the line in the discussion it was pointed out that actually this Yid doesn't own he's not buying it himself he's being bought in a company and that company is owned by an offshore trust of which the trustees are not Yidin the beneficiaries are Yidin so again we've discussed approximately 16 years ago trusts um, it's probably all fresh in everyone's minds those that were here um, but as a classic scenario where you have a trust and you have a settler of a trust and you have a trustee and you have a beneficiary and we discussed at the time who is the bailim legally the settler if it's a genuine trust the settler is no longer his they've left his estate when he puts it into the trust it will no longer feature on his tax returns which is normally a fairly good starting position to ascertain bailers sometimes um, the beneficiaries will not have it on their tax returns because they haven't yet acquired it and especially if it's a discretionary trust because if it's a discretionary trust they may actually never any individual beneficiary may actually never get it the halal so it's not even theirs at all whose is it? right now the trustee is the legal owner of it and he's holding it on trust for the beneficiaries but it's not yet theirs now we've discussed recently many times the concept of legal ownership, beneficial ownership <coughs> and you can have, I can buy a house in my name that I'm holding for you and, and you're the beneficial owner, I'm the legal owner and that's true legally and that's true halakhically as long as everyone agrees and admits the facts if I say I bought it for you and you're the beneficial owner, I'm holding it on trust to you even if it isn't documented, but at the, the Matthias is true if, it, if there's no star, you may have a problem with a riot if my creditors come along calling and I say no, 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 I'm holding on trust for you and there's no star I'll have a problem, you know, saving that property for you. Uh, but at some, in principle, if no one's challenging it at all, and I admit uh, uh, to the court that I bought it, but I bought it for you, maybe even I bought it with your money, maybe I bought it as a gift for you, but I'm holding on trust for you, then that, that belongs to you. So, legally and halakhically, there's nothing wrong with one person being the legal owner, someone else being the beneficial owner. We've discussed that many times. With a trust, right now, there is a legal owner. There is no beneficial owner. Owner right now there is a beneficiary who will receive it if it's discretionary we don't even know who from the pool it will end up with we know who the pool is we know who the named beneficiaries are but we don't know which of them will get it in theory they could, they could bring a class action suit so to speak and have them all represented by one person and someone might have a dare to speak on their behalf if they've got any often as a beneficiary the trustee has the kayak and they as beneficiaries will get whatever they get according to the trustee but they've got no koyach other than the fact that they're meant to receive it so 
who's the bailim right now? The trust. Right. So if the trustees are goyim, and it's discretionary, let's first talk about discretionary, is it a Yiddish company? All the Correct. Let's say it would be discretionary. I'm not talking anymore about... From now on, I'm not speaking about Metro Bank. I don't know the details of it. I don't know enough about it, so I'm not speaking anymore about it. I'm just setting up, showing you how these things could be fair in the gear in, in everyday cases. Let's say it would be discretionary. Right? So do any of those Yidden own it right now? Legally not. Definitely not. Now you could argue that since between all those beneficiaries they're going to own it. Right, we find the concept that if I give you money to be Kainifani Yerushalayim you can be Kainifani Yerushalayim. Who does it own? Own it right now? Ani Yerushalayim. Ah, you haven't named which one you're going to give it to. And as the Gabi Tzlaka you have full Tevis to determine which of the Ani Yerushalayim you're going to give it to. It belongs to Ani Yerushalayim. And if you would take that money for yourself you would be a Ganeth Stealing it from Ani Yerushalayim. Now, there'd be a problem of Mom and Shayla Tovim. Would anyone be able to call you to the interior? Same as we said before. Yes, if all Ani Yerushalayim would be able to agree on one representative, which itself will be worthy of Mashiach, then, 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 then that person has a right to represent the, the owners of it because it's owned by Ani Yerushalayim. The difference is, there, if I give you money to be Kainuf Ani Yerushalayim, you have been Kainuf Ani Yerushalayim. It belongs to Ani Yerushalayim. Here, by a trust, one could argue. You haven't been kainu it for the beneficiaries. You've got it, and you're going to give it to the beneficiaries. Let's say, for example, you're person not, put you're not kainu it for the beneficiaries. Correct. You're, you're kainu it for, for the, the trust. trust. Correct. So, so that's what I'm saying. It's worse than Ani Yerushalayim. Ani Yerushalayim. I'm giving you money for Ani Yerushalayim. You're kainu for Ani Yerushalayim, which you can do, and then you can decide who to give it to. So, if you have such a setup with a trust, which is again a concept which doesn't exist in the halacha. We just have to work out what box to put it in to try and analyze it in Api Alacha. And if you remember, all those years ago, the closest box we came to is Achrecha Leploini. If I give you something to be kind of on condition that you have to pass it on to somebody after you, that was effectively what's happening here. You're giving it to the trustee on condition they pass it on to the beneficiaries. Although you might give them discretion. Right? So, so that's just, just a question where our normal knee-jerk reaction might be by this, but then when we strip it back, it gets complicated. I'm not saying regarding Metro Bank what is or isn't I don't know the details of it if it would be non-discretionary I think it would be very hard to argue that this is not owned by Eden I think even from a tax point of view once it's non-discretionary effectively it's looked at no it would go on their tax return because effectively the fact that it hasn't been given to them doesn't mean it's not being held for them right so, so then effectively if you have a million pound put aside for ten grandchildren so each one owns a hundred thousand pounds they just can't access it yet but Inability to access doesn't mean you don't own it. If you put money in a long-term savings account where you cannot take it out for five years, not just you'll get penalties, you cannot take it out, would you say you don't own that debt? Of course you own the debt. There's a month around, isn't for ten years, but you own the debt. Not you getting more you don't know about. Sorry? Yes, because uh, this person has been claiming you want to go and come into Zochin or whatever. But again, they will normally be told that because it should feature on their tax returns. So government ministers have share portfolios of their own, but they're not allowed to access them. But while they're on the job the right. therefore they all have to put them into what's called a blind trust which is a life interest trust they are the owners but they can't know anything about it but they need to show on their so they've gone up a tropus effectively running it for them yeah. but they're the buy them yeah so all MPs have exactly that situation I they do the ones I know that's a problem so, so again here you find this, this, this 
this musag of of bilus, where we speak about bilus, but then we have to know is, is it really by if it's dis- if it's discretion, is it bilus? Is it theirs? Is it not theirs? Right? So now let, let me let me take this one step further. We've discussed over the years softly, not never gone into it, but even which is intellectual property rights. We've touched on it very softly a number of times over the years. Now, this is a massive parsha. It's a massive parsha for a number of reasons. Let's start at the end, and we'll go back to the beginning. The end reason, which is the one of most relevance why it comes up, is copyright. Right? So where it's most debated and discussed is obviously if people come to copy a person's intellectual property, is that a problem? Is that not a problem? Right? If you look in the many of the chuvas of the Shainim, Dalim, etc., you find in the Hagdama major clawless and chayims put on people who copy the Swarim. And the Poiskim say that the reason why they had to resort to such measures, which is unusual, is because they didn't have any other measures. Meaning, it's not clear that it's Geneva. Why is it not clear it's Geneva? Because classic Geneva in the Torah, the person's got a show, and I come along and I take his show, and now I have his show, and he doesn't have his show. Right? If you have a safer, and I go and make a copy of that safer, and I now have a copy of your safer, you still have your original. So I haven't taken physically anything from you. We spoke about the Gabi tapes. We sort of had tapes that come exactly, I'll remind you, I got past, correct? There you go, Nachos. So, 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 someone was listening, yeah. So, no, I think no, it's tapes. Showing age. Our Kabonim, at least no one around the room said, what's tapes? Need to get a younger in them. Our Kabonim, so, so, the, the whole mustard of Geneva, where you're not taking something from somebody else, you're copying the idea, is, is an unusual mustard, right? It's an unusual which you don't really find in and the Mephoshim grapple with it. How, how do we define it? How do we analyze it? What do we do with it? Now, there, I remember, you'll remember what I told you about tapes was that, was that uh, many years ago when we grew up, right, which for some of us was many years ago, Galpas had on their tape that if you copy this tape, we're selling this to you on condition you don't copy it, and if you copy it, the sales bottom will go Which is some major pictures thought up by someone who didn't think it through very far. Because effectively what that means is if I take the case tape and I've copied it and now I realize, now I read the paper while, it, while it's recording on that double-decker <laughs> yeah, uh, uh, um, while it's recording it anyway, I, and now I read the back and the sleeve which no one looks, takes out and it says oh wow, so it says, oh, wow, the mecha's bottle so when it goes click, when it's finished recording I take out the original, put it back in the thing I go back to Galpaz, I think can I have out my money? You say, what are you talking about? He says, well, I, I copied the tape so going to your thing, that means the mecha's bottle have back and say, give me back my money it doesn't make you the buy them on my copy Right? <laughs> That's why I had to blank tape and I made a copy. It doesn't make you the binding. Right? So, so what, what was going on? Besides, again, they knew that there's a, a challenge as to is there a problem copying? Not problem copying. We're not talking about Dinah Dinah, but first, straight up, normal Hilchel Shuf, not Hilchel Is there a problem? It's not a problem. So they tried to be clever and it, and, and, and it didn't really work. And we've had to turn from, um, we wrote a safe of the stick, Imika Mishpat, on the Zuchir uh, um, work with some of the companies to change the machinists that we're renting it to you on condition we give it to you on condition they're copying if you copy it's not mechato, but then you're done and then you're over Geneva that's what we're trying to do so there's a deterrent that, that because the mafreya it turns out we never really sold it to you and you're using our original without permission well, yeah to try to make not, not because of a mechato point of view but to try and create an issue where there might not be one otherwise 
Right, that, that was the the No, no, Shaiz, if if you make a copy of Mafrer, we had no intention of selling it to you, and in which case when you took it and copied it, you had no wishes to use it and you're done because you used that thing without permission. You used it without permission. Right? That that way on Shosh Limit. That's right. Again, you're grasping at straws, but but so again, Dinamachus comes in. There's a shaila which we discussed many years ago. Exactly where and how one applies Dinamachus Dinah. If you're talking about between two yidden, does Dinamachus Dinah come in bechlau? For example, if Dinamachus Dinah says you're chayav for groma, but the Torah says you're not chayav for groma, then we don't see Dinamachus Dinah makes you chayav for groma, right? So, so where, where it comes in. Rabbi Yashir famously said it's keneva mamish, and he didn't mean mamish. I don't know what to say. It didn't mean mamish. Uh, everyone said it can't mean. It cannot be geneva mamish. What it can be is taking hano from someone without paying. That's what it can be. Right? Meaning that, for example, if I've got a bus and you want to jump on my bus and I take a free ride, forget the fact extra petrol, not extra petrol, but this is something which I charge for. Right? I charge for the use of my bus. It's not like you're jumping in the back of my car where I don't charge people. Right? And, 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 uh, most love with Lamega, et cetera, said, no, I charge, I charge, I've got a bus, I charge for it, and you come on and take it for free. So you've taken a hanor, which I charge for, so you should be, you should be paying money for that. But that's not Geneva. Shai that, that you, you owe me a money for a hanor which you've taken. Right? But Geneva mummish, you'll be very hard to say this is. Up upon him, <coughs> most of the attention in this Shaila is placed on this point. Is there Geneva by associators? But we now really need to go back to the beginning and first understand is there bias on Sreesetus? Because really, it's a chicken egg. If there's no bias on Sreesetus, then the whole thing doesn't begin, right? Because I can't steal from something that you don't own, right? What is Sreesetus? How do you own it? How do you make it yours? So to go back to the original introduction, we said there's three steps. There's making something yours, holding on to it, and being able to transfer it. So let's go back to stage one. (coughs) Making something yours. If I come up with an idea, I come up with a program, I create a song, I write a safer, I come up with a, 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 a patent or patent, depending on what language you're talking, we're not talking about whether I patented it or not, that's a separate point. What makes that idea, concept, entity mine? So if we talk from strict kinyonim, because normally for something to become mine, if I didn't get it, be Yerusha, which I clearly didn't get Yerusha, an idea which I've created. So, where's the Kenyan? What makes me the Bidem? Now, again. Well, I mean, before you learn this, wait, wait, what's the thing? I mean, you're assuming there's a thing. Okay. So it's just a concept, is it? Okay, so, so that, that, that part of the Shaida, is it something you can be a Bidem on? Yeah, as I'm saying, yes. Right, so, so that would be the second part of the Shaida, right? What does it mean owning it? In what way do I own it? What, what does it mean owning it? Is it something that can be owned? But, but I'm starting chronologically now. I, I started at the end, right, which isn't normal here. But now that we've realized that the end's got certain challenges, let's go right back to the beginning and start at basics. A person comes up with an idea, they say, oh, it's my idea. What makes it yours? Well, and you're saying, can you even own it? Yeah, I'm saying, yeah. So I, I, I came up with the idea of a wheel. So again, that, that, that's part and parcel of the same question. Yeah. You're, well, you're, it's, you're the, it's the, the other ends of the sword of that question. You're saying, really, you, what you, your lotion before was, is it shaykh to own it? Yeah. Is it shaykh to own an idea? Right? Yeah, exactly. and, and if it is shaykh, what, what, 
what makes you the Bailim? How, how do you get to own it? Right? They're, they're interlinked, right? Now, the, the, the Mepharshim grapple with this, right? And, and, and they grapple with a few parts of the Shaila. Part number one, the Shaila is, is it Shaila even owns Dol Shein Bermamash? Your question. Can you own Dol Shein Bermamash? Well, right? Number two, even if you can, how do you make it yours? Right? I'll explain what I mean in a minute. How do you make it yours? And number three, and this is really the, the, the hardest question, how can you transfer it to somebody else? Now, why is it harder to work out how you can transfer it than it is to how do you make it yours to begin with? Because some of the Forestry explain that the very act of creating something makes you the Bible. It's like a, a dinolad. You've created something. So imagine you take the earth and, and you, you put a seed in it and you water it and you, and you, and you prune it and, thing, and something grows, right? So you might, let's say, the, let's say the ground is hefka. In the middle of a hefka place and you, and, and you find a seed, hefka seed, and you pick up the seed without dastly cleaning the seed because then it's come from the seed. And you put it in the ground, you water it and you created this thing. The act of creating it could be potentially something which makes it yours. Now again, like I say, we're dealing with uncharted territory because it's not the Kenyan per se. What, what is the Kenyan? That's why I haven't been it from anyone. Okay, that's not a problem. You can be kinder something where you're not cleaning it from something. When something's hefka, you go and you do a Kenyan, right? And, 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 and they're clean. You can't do a Kenyan moist when something's hefka because you've got no one to pay. Right? You can't do a Kenyan sugar or a Kalipi because there's no one, there's no makne. But you can do a, go and do a Kenyan chazaka on it, where that shows by you've got a hefty piece of land, and I go and put fence all the way around the land. I've done a mice Sorry? Correct, 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 correct. Not correct. An idea. correct. So, but but another, there's a lot of different angles here. One of the angles is can you even own it? It's, it's not tangible. Number two, how do you make it yours? So, in theory, two people could both own the identical thing. Because two people could come up with the same idea. In the head. So, so again, that would be a question of Stamazoy in, in intellectual property rights. Who yeah. came up with it first? Who's the who's the yeah, Mahabh? I mean, they could be. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I, again. Again, if neither of us patented it, then it could be neither of us owned it. Uh, that's a separate point. Correct. We're not even talking about patenting. That's from the Dinamachusid angle. But, but, but. <laughs> parents, so this is a common because mistake. A parents don't own children. But a father has rights to the momenus that can be acquired for selling, uh, for kedushin or for myshidaim, etc. He doesn't own her like an ever kinani, right? So for the that he's Which is why one of the reasons why, from a chinuch, a parent is obliged to do what's best for the child, not what's best for the parents. If you own the child like you own a mule, then you can do what's best for you because it's your asset. But a father right. can sell his daughter into others as a shikha because he owns a Maishya so he can own the right it's not a very canon so why does he own the Maishya Dayim? so Teir gives him certain schusim in his daughter why? so he's going to look after her and feed her etc because again but he's never done a kinyin on no when she was born because the Teir wants him to have certain chiyuvim the Teir gives him certain schusim same as if Baal's got certain schusim in his wife okay some are dropped on him He's done a Kenyan Kedushin on her. Correct. Okay. So you're saying, how, how does a child, how does a, a, a Av get to have certain system in his child? The answer is, which just sounds like a cop out, maybe it is, the Torah gives it to him without. Like Sorry? Like Yerusha. Yerusha, the Torah also creates a schus that comes automatically. Correct. Yeah. 
Yeah. Upon him though, here the chair is not giving you anything. Right? A person is doing a maisa which which either does or doesn't make it his. Now the point I was getting to before is you're right, we still have to come back to can you own Dolish Aimbain Mamish, right? But park that for a moment. If you work for a company your contract will say that anything they, any ideas that you come up with belong to the company. Correct. So it's not even belonging to Yeah, because you've been employed to, to create an idea and part of your employment is whatever idea you create is owned by the company. Some schools will tell you that, that any uh, um, idea, program, concept which a teacher comes up with, planning, anything itself, whatever, all belongs to the school. Because if it, even if you create it at home, in home while, you know, in preparation for school, because you're employed by the school and we own the right, the rights to United Dime, anything you've done for school, we own it. Right? But that's because we're paying you and that's part of what we're paying you for, if that's in the contract. Yeah, or, or if that's the default minute in this industry. Right? Like upon him, I just want to bring out this, this because of for a second, because I mentioned before that coming in is sometimes easier than going out. It's possible, we're going to see in the Mephoshim, that the act of creating something makes you the Bible. Right? Which is a Chiddush, not a Kenyan. One Malach is that's a Maisa Kenyan, similar to a Chazaka. It's like a Chazaka. What Chazaka is it? Sure, Bailus? Well, kind of greater Bailus than creating Dolosh Yeshma'ayim. I've created it. That's Chazaka. That's a Maisa Kenyan, right? That we can understand. Right? The same way as putting a fence around something makes it yours. So, creating something makes it yours. Okay. I take a few ingredients, I put it together, I make a shinui. We understand in, in Hilfus Geneva, making a shinui gives you a certain kinyan in the Hilfus. Even though you're not being cleaner from him, you're not, he's not there, he doesn't want you to be cleaner. But you've got a certain kinyanic gazela. So we can understand that doing a maisa that creates something, maybe like a kinyan, like a chazaka. Okay. There's some of us who say, no, not ask kinyan. Because you created it, it's yours. Okay, we'll, we'll see, we'll see. But, how am I makne then to someone else? Can I be magnet in some ways? Again, without coming on to Stitumta, right? Modern day marketplace, Kenyan for transaction, for selling of intellectual property, etc., etc., without coming on to Stitumta, in Halacha, can I be magnet? There's a Sifa in Shulchan Aruch, where should be? It says, Ain't other magnet, labor mecher, labor matana, el adora sheyesh be mamish. You can only transfer ownership, whether as a sale or whether as a gift. Dolosh yesh be mamish, something which has, which is physically exists. Our dolosh ain't be mamish, ain't a nikne. The ficha hamakne lechaveri achilas peres dekel ze, oidiras bias ze, leikono ashikne guf bias ze lotuboy v'guf ilan lecho peresov. If I want to sell you the right to eat the fruit that will come from my tree. I'm not giving you Dekel Lepeyrus, the tree which exists now for the fruit. I'm giving you a right to eat the fruit from this tree, or what's much more common notion, I'm giving you a right to live in this apartment without giving you a Kenyan in the apartment for the ability to live in it. Which would be very interesting to shine nowadays, if you give someone a lease, or, or precious lease, at least you don't say bias, lodo boy, you're giving them a, a lease in the apartment. Or at least. Sorry? Correct. So, so, so you have to understand. Normal kinyan is effectively what we're saying is you're renting this house which exists for the right to, to live in it. It's not. If you, it's a question of semantics of the wording. If you say I'm transferring to you the right to live in this dira, not I'm being mucking this dira for living in it, then there's problems all the So, so in the transaction out in kinyanim there, there can be problems. 
Where do we find a musad of owning Darsh Lebalayim? You'll remember it, those half of you will remember it when I tell it you. Came across a musig of owning air. Correct. Oh. If I if I if I own if I own two buildings one next to the other, right? And and as such, I own this building over here, and I own the airspace with it because that comes with the character. And I own this building over here, and I own the airspace with it. That's fine. If I sell somebody this building over here, and I sell, let's keep. I sell. No, keep it simple. I own this building over here with the airspace on top, and I own this building over here. Right? I keep this building over here. I sell this building over here but I keep the airspace on top of myself so I don't give him the airspace why do I do that? because I want to extend this building out that way get planning I'm <laughs> I've sorted it out I know a man who knows a man um, it's, going, it's going out that way right? I want to be able to build that into the, into the airspace so I keep the airspace so you have a situation where I own Ave without owning the ground below it but what you don't find is that I can be kainer ave to begin with. If I, I want to come along and be kainer of the airspace without owning the land underneath it, let's say the let's say the land so underneath and the airspace is hefker. So I'm selling you the right to build the space. I'm not selling the right to build that space. I'm selling you the land underneath, but I'm keeping the airspace on top, which was originally part of owned by the land underneath. I'm maintaining for myself part and selling you part. I'm withholding part of the package. A parcel normally includes the land underneath with the airspace on top. I'm withholding the airspace, I'm only selling you the land underneath. That you can do. Why? Because when you buy land, you're coining the land with the airspace on top. So you now own the land and the airspace. So when I only give you that, I'm, I'm left holding the airspace, so to speak. And that's shaykh. It's shaykh to withhold a dollar shame by mamash. And now I'm left as a bailim on a dollar shame by mamash. If I want to transfer that airspace to someone else, by itself, I'll have a problem. When you say airspace, what you mean, really mean is either a right to build or a right to object to other people. Right, the right to build is the airspace. So why, why is that right not something sellable? I don't know. One minute, hold on. I think Dolosh Eimbamamish might be sellable. That doesn't mean we haven't got a problem with it in halacha. Right? Intellectual property rights is sellable all day long. Yeah. It's nice because then people sell intellectual property rights. But we have to understand, do you own it? Correct, it's Dolosh Eimbamamish. It's still Dolosh Eimbamamish. It's air. It's not, it's not land, it's not earth. It's space. It's space. That means I have, the, I have bilus in this space without owning any land. In theory, if I own this space and then sell this land to somebody else, I'll be left holding just space. I'll have an access problem. I have to go in through a drone. So, I'm, I'm so here I own only the perisecle. Well, you say you couldn't. The block with that bit of space. Here, not no, because it doesn't go with it. So, it go with it. so you're stuck with. Something. So if I want to correct, but and so then you couldn't even sell it to the owner. I can't sell it to anyone. I, I could strike a deal with him where I let him use it, and since he's got the land, then whatever. But but so so in other words, we find in halacha a concept of bailus on davoshim b'mamish, but that doesn't mean you can be makne davoshim b'mamish. I hear you got a halacha for shulchanot. You cannot be makne davoshim b'mamish. 
you've got a technical problem. How, how do you do a kinah Dorosh Now we have to know what do you do with the Shulchan Aruch when it comes to intellectual property rights nowadays. Because all day long people are buying and selling intellectual property rights. If I create a program, I want to sell you that program. I can sell you the program. There's some companies worth billions of dollars which don't exist. The entire company Dorosh Hashanah. Every part of it is Dorosh Hashanah. The idea, the concept, the, I mean the shares, everything. The entire thing could be in the cloud. Sorry? Goodwill. That's Hashem and Amish. Correct. Yes, yeah. The fact that... What did you say? Right. Yeah, no, the, the whole luft, right? The whole, like, most of the economy nowadays is Hashem and Amish, unfortunately, <laughs> in multiple ways. Right? But, but uh, so, so, so we all know, we all know that, that you can, you can, in the commercial, industrial world we live in, you can buy and sell Hashem and Amish. We know that. We're asking halachically, right? Because for sure, we don't want to turn around and we're not suggesting for a minute to say that all those transactions that happen to Dovashim Mamish, halacha doesn't recognize and they're not real and people who paid millions of pounds on it don't actually own it and therefore maybe they even have to, right? Imagine if you've got a, a, a guy who sells something and now he's own. Nobody suggested that for a minute. But it's, it's important to, to, to understand that, that sometimes there can be, there can be challenges. Now, what happens if someone's mazik dovashim b'mamash? Right? You've got a program on your computer. You're giving your computer to a, a, a store to f- fix something on it. And you tell him, be careful, I've got this program on there. I can't get off till I fix the problem. And he goes and he wipes it. And you lose your whole program. You've got no copy. And, and it wasn't because there's no other way of doing it. He, he made a mistake. It was mazik. He, he wiped, wiped your program. Now, by the way, there's two angles one has to look at in this shayla. Number one, Hechus Mazik. Number two, Hechus Shema. But can you be a Shema on the Dovah Shem Mamash? We've learned that. It's exactly a cost of you. are not Chayat Dovah Shem Mamash. Right? If you're a Shema on a star, we've had this before. If you're a Shema on a star, I give you a star. God's given me a star. It's a million pounds. Open. That's it. That's the Quran Chayv. And if I lose it, he's never paying me back a penny. Finished. Gone. This is what it is. Give me the star. Say, please take the star. So, if so, give it to my son. And you leave it in your jacket pocket. You hang out with jacket in the lounge. Someone puts the hand in there and the star is gone. You come back and you say, I was Peshea. What's that lacha? Possible. Why? It's Dovash Ingu for Mom. It's even, it is Dovash Yeshu Mamish. It's a piece of paper, but that's not what it really is. It's an ability to be gover a chayv, it's a star, it's not a shingle for a moment, it's because it's a cost of your chayv. Shayla vabshir, mabshir vabbesim, you can't be made to moment. Sorry? Oh, even cash, right? People have a shayla about, but it's not really money, it's, it's not really gold and silver like it used to be. For which the post can have to explain, since it's over last and you can take it and use it in every single shop everywhere, not only in certain parts and certain places, like some other things. So therefore, it's, it's, it's cash, it's mom. This is Ebrah Seichel. But if not for that, it's actually a problem, because all it is, is is the Bank of England's Mechaev to honor it if you come to it with it. And that's what we discussed before. Now, as you saw, there was a Shaila a number of years ago with a check, it's got a night moment, because you can pass it once and next, etc., etc. So, so we've got Shailas of Kinyon, we've got Shailas of Bailas. Now, let's come back to company. We touched on this a number of weeks ago, and we're going to in the middle here, and we've, we're opening up in Yonah, which we're going to have to go through in the forest and post and see. <coughs> if I have shares in a limited 
company in a PLC. Do I have bias in any percentage in that company? And the question is going to revolve around and focus on define bias. Because we're very good at using expressions and sprach and whatever. What is bias? If someone comes to me and they want to buy a property, they've got a whole way how to renovate it and develop it and everything else, they're not interested in me driving a Meshiga. So they say, you know what, you give me the money, you'll be a silent partner, we'll own it 50-50, and we'll, I'm going to do the whole project, and at the end of the project I'm going to sell it, and we're going to split the money 50-50. But you have no data whatsoever in how I do it. You have to either trust me or you don't trust me. Yeah, I'm not talking about trust as far as riots. We've got documents, everything, shares in my name, in the, in, the, in the company, everything fine. Am I a buy-limb on 50% of that company? 50% of that property, 50% of that company? What would you say? Even though I have no data, I have no input whatsoever, I have no right to tell him when to buy or sell or how to do it, what to do, I've relinquished my right to that data. But still, as we would say, I'm a buy-limb. Now, if that's true, and we have to come back to that and make sure we talk about in that presumption, that would be the Hanukkah Rishonah. Uh, I think that's what we would all say. Of course I'm a buy-limb. I care. The company owes me money. I put in money. But, but, but Edson, of course I'm a buy-limb. The you fact that I'm... Sorry? You could tell yourself. I could tell my share. Right, correct. Now, let's, let's, so we've ascertained that buyers is not dependent on having a day. Right? Now, what happens if the same person comes to me and he says to me, listen here, I'm going to uh, uh, do this whole development, but I'm not interested in dealing with other shutzim. I'm very picky who I use the shutzim. Because even though it says in the star, you can't drive a mashiga, there's people who seem to find ways of driving mashiga. So I'm happy with you as a shutzim. I'm not going to ask the shutzim. During the entire development, you cannot sell your share to anyone else. Right? You say, fine. Which, by the way, is not such an uncommon thing. Uh, people should say that for a certain period of time you can't sell your shares and then even when you do I've got first time refusal etc so not, not such a rough thing uh, plenty of people who've got options on shares and then even when they get the shares they can't sell it for a certain amount of time etc so it's not such a crazy thing so now now that we've tweaked it a little bit am I buying them? correct so, so you'll say therefore I am a buying them the fact that I can't sell it and the fact that I can't um, what's it called? Uh, uh, give a daya doesn't change bias. Bias means ownership, and I own it. Right now, when it comes to a PLC, do I own? If I own one percent in Tesco, which would be quite a large percent. If I own one percent in Tesco, do I own one percent of Tesco? Am I buying him on one percent of Tesco? That means if Tesco has a hundred packets of crackers, is one of those packets mine? so to speak or one one hundredth of every single packet of crackers they have is that mine if all but let's say I've got pretzels and every bag of pretzels got a hundred pretzels in does that mean I own one pretzel in every bag that they have ok let's say you own a hundred percent you've bought a hundred percent of the shares in Tesco would you say that's the same question so again so again as far as I know if you own a hundred percent of shares in the company then you own a hundred percent the fact there's a director there, I'll just tell him, okay, so you go now and I'm going to put someone else in that on my bar. Well, I'll be the director. What back do I like? I've got complete control, but at some, I might just have to flick a switch first to access that control. So, you're, so the question is whether... If you're in 100%. Correct. So here we have to understand that, that when you don't have any more of the data, 
does that affect bias? But we said before that you can be a bias without having a day. Right, so these these points need proper scrutiny because they come up in many different areas. The famous truth in the Chassidzok discusses when it comes to owning shares on Pesach, right? And, and, and what happens when it comes to, to ribis comes up exactly what's called the Jewish company, not called the Jewish company, etc., etc. But, but at, at the heart of many of these shares, not all, because some of them have got different gedorim. That's a problem, not a problem. Right, you can have a comments that you're not buying, but rates of kiyumi. So you, you know, some of them have their own different kumas attached. But, but in the other phase of understanding bilus ownership, sometimes we have to try to get clear what is it that defines ownership. Let me give an example. The other day, a person called me up. He wants to come to write a star shutzus. I said, that's right, very nice. Okay, are you coming by yourself? Are you coming with your shutzus? He said, no, I'm coming with the person who wants to employ me. I said, sorry, let's start again. You want to come for star shutzus? You want to come for a star employment contract? No, I'm being employed. But I'm not only getting my wage, I'm also getting a uh, commission, a percentage of profits. I said, okay, so it's not a shutzus at all. You know, in the Gemara, seriously, where instead of paying him a wage, you pay him a certain percentage of crop. You're not a shutzus. You can pay a flat wage, or you can pay a wage that's based on bonuses or based on uh, returns, etc. That doesn't mean you own part of the company, that means that you get part of the profits. Right? If you will be in an arrangement as an employee, where not only do you get part of the profit from income generated, if the company would sell, you get part of that as well. So understand, if you keep tweaking, at what stage are you an employee? At what stage are you a shooter? At what stage do you buy them? All these things, lines, which often get very, very blurred, you need to try, not sure we're going to be answering us yet, you need to try and get some clear hagdoras as to at what stage am I now a buy them, or at what stage do I now lose my buy list because I don't have the amount of control that's required to be defined as a bike. To be continued. Next week is the